You're listening to Gospel-Centered Rest, a podcast by Grace Bible Church in Cambridge, Ontario, dealing with topics of life and theology, and how Christ's promise of rest for the weary and heavy-laden gives us strength for today and hope for tomorrow. Welcome back to Gospel-Centered Rest. We're so glad that you've joined us. Uh, We're again here with, with myself, Tyler, and Byron and David, the three of us who are pastors here at Grace Bible Church. And we're continuing our discussion about caring for one another, and in particular, cultivating meaningful relationships. And we thought we would talk about this within the context of what's been going on the last several months with the pandemic, with COVID-19, and the response of the church. And in particular, our response as a church to what's been happening and how we've adjusted and the things that God's been teaching us through this and what it means to care for one another during this time. David and Byron, what a topic uh, for us to be talking about. Um, Looking forward to this conversation. As we know that there's so many different opinions that are out there, we've seen a wide variety of response, even from churches within our area and beyond. Uh, So I guess like the big question of this discussion is, why did we respond the way we did? Um, What are some of the fundamentals of why we responded? So, David, is there something in particular you could think of that could really start this conversation? Yeah, I, there, there's obviously a lot that's going on, a lot that changes week by week. Mm-hmm. Um, even uh, how things come through the media, some of it's conflicting, some of it changes the next day. One person hears one thing, another person hears another thing. Um, and uh, so, in some ways, what we're going through... Um, we, we see results of it, but it's still, it's still very confusing. So, um, just the sheer diversity of how people understand this, how people respond to it, Mm -hmm. um, I think has been a challenge, but if there is an overall mindset or heart set Mm -hmm. that we have as leadership have tried, um, it is the word shepherding. Mm-hmm. just comes to mind and uh obviously i mean the bible talks a lot about that but in ezekiel uh 34 um ezekiel is you know the, the shepherds the shepherds weren't shepherding the sheep and, mm-hmm. and this is what it says in ezekiel 34 3 you eat the fat wear the wool and butcher the fattened animals but you do not tend the flock and so that's that's what we've tried to do is tend the flock um, in, in all our limitations, mm-hmm. uh, but to be among the flock, to be with the flock as much as we can. Um, and then it says in verse four, you have not strengthened the weak, healed the sick, bandaged the injured, brought back the strays or sought the lost. And I think what's instructive about that verse is it, it talks about physical ailments. It talks mm-hmm. about our physical presence, our physical body. And um, so some people are extremely scared of what's mm-hmm. happening and other people are responding where, um, it's, 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 they're, they're, they, they don't really have a concern. Um, and so what we've, and, and so instead of being nav- navigating by people's opinions to take the, 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 um, the, the heart of not only Ezekiel 34, but also other places where it talks about leaders shepherding. And say, so, okay, mm-hmm. we, we want to do a good job um, with what we understand at this time to be sensitive to people's 
um, fears, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and and to try to um, to try to move forward as best we can. Uh, but what guides us is we want to tend the flock, mm-hmm. and I think that's good because that that highlights probably we'd all agree that two of the biggest challenges that we faced as, as, um, as a church, as pastors, one being the various responses that we've seen, uh, from people that we love and we care about, even our own families. And also what that looks like to care for the congregation, uh, what that looks like to continue to shepherd as you're, as you're describing David, um, in a in a new setting where for the first several weeks it was complete shutdown. I mean, you mm. you couldn't look at people uh, in the face anymore. <laughs> like you couldn't meet together. That really changes things. It and does. and I know personally for me that was like uh, that took that took some time to to try to navigate and to try to figure out. And I still don't even think if think I've completely figured it out yet. But you go from just naturally seeing people every week on a Sunday to not seeing them. Um, So you take for granted, even just that quick, it could just be moments of FaceTime you have with people on a Sunday and, and that's gone out of the picture. So I know that's been a challenge to try to try try to figure out Mm -hmm. how to, how to navigate that. What, what about you, Byron? It's definitely an ongoing challenge to figure out, okay, how do you balance this? Like in one sense for us being newer in the Cambridge area, we didn't have so many contacts. So having the contacts eliminated didn't Mm. seem such a major change because we hadn't made contacts yet in one sense. But even then, still as the time has gone on, you're very much aware of that isolation and missing the connection and zoom is a you know it's a great thing better than nothing Mm. but it sure isn't the same as being with somebody so that balance and what's wise and how do you be gracious and how to recognize some things help certain people and don't help others and as david mentioned people are in very different positions so caring for the body as a whole not just for people who happen to agree with my particular outlook or somebody mm-hmm. else's mm-hmm. pretty good so i guess that can transition to our, into our next segment just discussing some of the lessons that we've learned um there's a number of things that i know that we could all say that that we've learned during this during this time but what are some things you think david that we've learned as a church and maybe as individuals as we've uh, navigated this as best as we could, um, following the Lord's direction and leading. Yeah, I, I would say probably um, I've learned uh, the importance of community, which mm-hmm. sounds odd because I think we know the importance of community. I think yeah. maybe a better way to say it is I've learned to understand the importance of community in a different way. So we have been inconvenienced um, by COVID, meaning the church shut down. Uh, even now, um, there are certain things that we, we can and cannot do. Uh, and um, But in all of that, in, at least in my generation, my lifetime, there was never a time where you didn't, you could not go to church. 
mm-hmm. that was never removed um, yeah. for an extended period of time. Now we know that around the world uh, there are churches that that go through that, um, and 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 the Lord protects and the, and the Lord gives gives what's necessary in those moments. And so I think seeing the community, uh, seeing community when it's um, when it's not what uh, the way that it has always been, mm. you're not able to meet. Um, so the value of community. Um, and then I think the other thing that I've learned is how the church has really cared for one another. So we, yeah. we started out by talking about challenges. It is amazing how uh, the Grace family has cared for one another. Um, they have... Uh, made this about others, uh, many mm. of them, and and looked for ways to to reach out and to 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 connect with people. Or yeah, um, and and that happened especially at the beginning. People were saying, "How how can we help? What can we do?" So, not just the importance of community, but you see that when you go through something like this, the value of community. Mm-hmm. That we may not have been able to meet, but community underneath it all was still happening. Yeah. Um, and, and, and that's just such a blessing and, you know, to be, to be part of Grace Bible Church and to watch that unfold, um, as, as the church lived that out and again, not mm-hmm. perfectly like us, not perfectly, but, but they lived that out. And that's, that's a tremendous encouragement to see God mm-hmm. work during mm-hmm. a very difficult mm-hmm. time. And I would say even part of that is, um, like I, I echo everything you say, that's, that's, that's been a tremendous thing to watch and to experience. Um, but I, I would say also, also part of that is watching as people and myself included and us in this room and others, even still learning how to get along when there's different opinions mm-hmm. and, and regardless of the opinion, just caring for one another, yeah. some person might be anti-mask and some person might be pro-mask but to see that person who's anti-mask to put a mask on before they meet with the pro-mask person or whatever like just different ways that um we've been able to watch people um just get along for the sake of the gospel and the love of one another Uh, even when they have they may have a strong opinion in one way or the other but i've i've seen that as a that as a major lesson what about you, Byron? Yep, putting that, it becomes so practical, right? How do we, in everyday terms, put somebody else's needs ahead of my own? Mm-hmm. And obviously, we have to get a feel for where are they, what are they struggling with, what can we do to help or support or, or just be there, you know, mm-hmm. presence. And that's been neat to see. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's, that's the church. Yeah. It's always yeah. been the church. Uh, we have differences, um, like the, the 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 foundation, the primary issues bind us together. But then there's differences in certain understandings of passages or just levels of maturity, and um, I think that's it's 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 tested the church. I think it's purified the church. I think it's humbled the church. Yeah, certainly humbled us as leaders. Um, to see, first of all, some of some of the responses in our own heart, um, and and to um, and then to be able to to say, um, like like we see in Romans that uh, what takes place is God brings us through these sufferings, but He does this amazing thing of maturing us, and He does this. He has this mm-hmm. way to even bring hope 
um, and, and to refocus us uh, back on Christ. And so I, I always, I love uh, Philippians 3 that talks about, you know, we're, we're going to have our, our differences, um, but God will bring us um, together and, and he'll, he'll show us. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and as we seek to live graciously with one another, um, this is, this is such a good time. I, th- I think that's one of the, the, one of the big picture, mm-hmm. um, like the, the small picture is COVID. The big picture is, you know, fruit of the spirit. Yeah. How do we live together or just big moments in our life? And I think two of them for me are grace. How, how do we just show grace to one another? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, humility, um, how do we walk humbly? And this is, this is an incredible opportunity that the church has um, to share the gospel. And the gospel not just being the saving gospel, but living the gospel in love and truth before one another. So mm-hmm. this grace, this humility, um, and to know that we are loved by God. He has not abandoned us. He has not yeah. abandoned his church. Uh, we are loved by God. And then we take that love... Um, because the world's watching, uh, mm-hmm. the world watches the church and how do we use this time in a world that's filled with anxiety and fear and hurt? There's people who have been hurt by this. Um, and, and they see, uh, us loving God and, and loving one another. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And one of the questions we, we were asking right from the beginning was what could God be teaching us during uh, a time like this during a moment like this as a church. And I love that we were asking this question because it led to a sermon series that you preached on David through the book of first Peter, which then really became the framework for us as to how we were going to care for one another and love one another during this time and look at things from the big picture, as you had mentioned. And we see from First Peter the sufferings that these people were going through. And it almost seems like, like you know, trying to compare uh, us to and what we're going through to Peter and what the people that he's writing to are going through is like, is like, there's like, is there a comparison? I mean, they were going through some seriously intense persecution. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were afraid for their lives, like literally. Um, and... But but just like just to see how even the answers that Peter gives and oh, direction yeah. that he gives with the gospel yeah. impacts those those individuals has a huge impact just on a on a on a daily um, plane for us today uh, in the church and in the situation. He hits on government and how to respond to the government. He hits on um, how, how does it look to, what, what, what does it look like to love somebody through suffering? And what's the, what are the internal perspectives we can have on suffering? What's God doing? What's the big picture of what God is doing mm-hmm. uh, through this time? And can, can we trust God and his sovereignty through yeah. this time? And Peter keeps bringing it back to, yes, we can trust God, yeah. his sovereignty, his plan is the best plan. He's in control of all things. And the gospel gives us the hope and the assurance of what we need today and for tomorrow. So yeah. uh, I just love that we that we kept bringing that back to the conversation as we were discussing how to handle different um, different aspects of ministry during this time. Yeah. When do we open? How are we going to open? Yeah. Well, it it all comes back to the answers we see Peter gives. Um, that it, it's exactly how, how we're going to care for, for one another. Yeah. 
Yeah, and just you know, just to remind some of the big picture, First uh, Peter four one. Therefore, since Christ suffered in the flesh, arm yourselves also with the same understanding. Um, obviously, there's various ways to suffer, but we're we're we will suffer, and, and we will mm. suffer just generally, um, and not just for Christ. Uh, verse eight: Above all, maintain constant love for one another, since love covers a multitude of sins. Mm. Be hospitable to one another without complaining. And then using your gifts that God's given. And, and those are some of the reminders and big picture moments that happened for us as leadership as we, we went through this. When you say love covers a multitude of sins, you think how very practical it gets mm-hmm. in terms of, okay, how are you going to love somebody who's sinning against you? And obviously that can take a million different forms, but... How do you love people who disagree with you? Yeah. How do you mm-hmm. love people who feel very strongly uh, they make it a political issue or they make it a, a faith issue and they take very, very strong positions on it. And Peter doesn't say, well, just love the people that come to the same conclusion you do. Mm-hmm. Right. But okay, yeah. how do we love each other and allow each other the freedom to have some differences yeah. and yet treat each other in a godly way. Mm-hmm. Love that. Good. Well, thank you, gentlemen. Um, is there anything final that's, that's burning that you'd like to share before we close off today? I think for me, just thanksgiving to God mm-hmm. for grace, the Grace Bible family, um, and, and really the grace mm-hmm. that they've shown to one another, uh, even the grace that they've shown to the leadership. Um, there has been uh, just a tremendous amount of encouragement from the Grace family to us. And yes. uh, we're, we're just thankful to be able uh, to be reminded of the freedoms that we have, um, the gifts that God has given us, uh, and the beauty and the value of, of family, of, mm. of community. And uh, um, to know that we pray for uh, and love uh, the, the family. And um, it, it has been a an incredible privilege to walk and journey with and, and mature mm-hmm. all of us mature um, and see life maybe a little differently mm-hmm. uh, during this time. So in, in, in the challenges, uh, sometimes you're awakened to just the, the everyday blessings that you took for granted, but then you see it and you see the challenges that come out of church and yet the church is still loving, the church is still serving, yeah. uh, still rejoicing in God's word, the gospel, living out the gospel before one another. Um, so just a lot of thanksgiving to God mm-hmm. uh, during this time. Yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. Thank you. Thanks, Tyler. Glad to. Appreciate that we can sit down, we can have this, have this discussion here, with here. Uh, one another.